This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am very excited because I am being joined by a returning guest, but we've only recorded virtually before, and now he is in the studio. Please welcome senior TV reporter at Page Six and co-host of Virtual Reality, Evan Real. Oh my God, I am so excited to be here. This is like sacred space. I loved the wall of mugshots. <laughs> there are so many icons, Snooki, Paris... Luann. <laughs> There's a Luann and a Tinsley on there. And this is like a little behind the scenes tea that when we had Luann on the podcast, maybe a month or so ago, and we did, we did remove Luann's mugshot from the wall prior to her coming to the office. Just cause I was like, I was like, I don't know if she would be mad, but also like, it's not worth, it's not worth the risk. <laughs> right. Like let's not risk it. But also there is a part of me that thinks she would like, look at it, how she looked at her poster in Florida. <laughs> Like, She'd be like, it's, they know my music. Yeah, it's me. Right. It, it, yeah, it is funny because people always, when you do an interview or something with a housewife, people always will comment. They're like, why don't you ask her why she's a bitch? And it's like, I'm not trying to make these people hate me. Right. Oh, my God. I know. I know. It's it's really tough. And yeah, I don't know. It, it's also nice, though, when like you kind of do respectfully bring up something like semi-controversial and yeah. then they're able to, they're like in on the joke. I feel like Luann is someone who could possibly be like in on the joke. Yeah. About I mean, herself. Uh, yeah. It, it always depends and it depends on the, the mood and if they're like dis deciding to be friendly that day. Like yeah. you never know. Luann is someone actually I always appreciate Luann. She's always such a great interview. I feel like whenever you just like sit down with her she's just so open and honest and like I remember page six, we ran this like video of her having a, a drunken meltdown, like relapse at the townhouse on the Upper East Side. Oh, yeah, yeah, that? yeah. And then I talked to her like a week later and she was promoting her fose and like used it as an opportunity to be like, yeah, like I, I got off the bandwagon and now it's a great time to get back into my fose. <laughs> right. She's been also she's been doing this long enough that some of these housewives that have been around the block for like 10 plus years, they're like, no, I know exactly how to handle all of the, like, yeah, I've been drunk in public before. I can figure it out for myself. Totally. Yeah. She's a pro. I've, exactly. Well, so you were in town last night. You had an amazing live show with your co-host, Danny Murphy, who we also love. Um, you had some very exciting guests. Uh, there were some New Jersey ladies there, Margaret and Jackie. We had Amrit and Jason and, of course, Meredith Marks. Um, congratulations on your show. It was oh, so fun. Oh, my God. Thank you. No, and thank you for coming. It was an honor to have you in the audience. There were so many, like, amazing, like, Bravo creators in attendance. And it just really felt it felt really nice. And we had it was a sold out show, which I when we when we were planning this, I was not expecting a sold out situation. But, yeah, it was it turned out really great i think i hope everyone had a good time like I've, i had a good time i definitely had a good time i think everyone did and i feel like you guys definitely got some tea out of your guests which 
you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that was, that was the goal. And yeah, I feel like some tea was spilled. Like it, it kind of like the stars aligned for Jason Cameron mm-hmm. to be involved as all this stuff with Lindsay Hubbard is happening on winter house and Lindsay's in the press talking about every, yeah. like, yeah. So it was good to get his take on everything. I see that's kind of like causing some buzz on social media right now. And Lindsay commented on oh, yeah. a f- uh, fans comment basically I think the fan said like he was upset that you didn't include him in those conversations about the miscarriage because he missed out on a press opportunity and like Lindsay co-signed that being like this like or 100% I forgot what she said but it is like so interesting because Lindsay has been doing this for such a long time and is literally a publicist in her own life and yeah. <laughs> and then like has been on TV for what seven years and Jason I feel like is so new to this world and like he's just from Winterhouse and so it's a little bit like I there's like the personal dynamics of what went on but then there's also this whole other world of like yeah this is gonna be a tabloid story because you're reality TV figures right I know I will like I, wh- I mean where do you land with it all just like as a fan like what like what do you think I mean I feel like I understood why Jason wasn't didn't feel great about the way it went down. But I also don't think that means that Lindsay did anything wrong. Like, I think it's a shitty situation. I mean, obviously she had a miscarriage. That's like an extremely shitty situation, but then also just like the way it was handled, probably both of them didn't feel amazing about it. But like, sometimes that is just the way shit shakes out. And like, I don't think Lindsay owed Jason an apology, but I also think Jason like, I didn't have a problem with him, like, expressing his feelings about it. Yeah, totally. I'm glad he said something. But it was, like, interesting to hear that there was a whole conversation filmed for Summer House that just didn't air. And, you know, he said it didn't go great. And that's why it didn't air. But still, I, you know, we we see a lot of not so great scenes on these Bravo reality shows. So I would have loved for them to, like, have included it and just, I don't know. Right. And it's, it's also weird because part of their, part of his issue with how everything happened is saying like that he wasn't fully aware of what was going to be public or the timeline that was going to happen. And so to not acknowledge that they did have a conversation about this like six months ago feels like a piece of the puzzle that we should have. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. That definitely was like a puzzle piece we should have been provided with. I wonder if they mentioned that while filming that conversation for Winterhouse, but then it was like to fourth Wally. I know. Well, that's, I mean, to me, that's something that is tricky about Winterhouse in general is that it is so wrapped up in these other Bravo shows. And so, I mean, first of all, you have to watch all of them to know what's what people are even talking about. But then when you get into the editing and the timelines of what we what has been aired and what happened at the reunion and what happened on social media and watch what happens live and all of this stuff is like swirling around Winterhouse, it is hard to just like watch it at face value. Yeah, the timelines with Winterhouse, Summerhouse, other like it's it really is so confusing. Like the fact that they film Winterhouse bef- like before they do the Summerhouse reunion. Typically, I'm like, oh, I'm yes. always so confused. Yeah, because they were they, I'm what was it? Like I think Austin and Craig were talking about this. I think they they filmed Winterhouse while Summerhouse was airing, but they hadn't shot their reunion. I think it's <laughs> like, a tough I, that's job. The thing. It's like, I've, I've literally looked like sat down and looked at this and I still can't even keep it straight in my uh, mind. So uh, I, yeah, it's, 
I don't lot. understand. Yeah, we had Paige and Sierra in the studio around BravoCon in October. And like me, Danny, Paige, and Sierra were all getting like confused as we were talking to each other because we were like, wait, are we talking about Summer House or Winter House? Like, when did we film what? Um, but I don't know. It kind of makes things messier, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. And like, I guess maybe I'm more... Like I'm, I'm interested for next season of Southern Charm, and like Southern Charm is a show that sometimes I'm like, why do I even watch this? <laughs> but then I also will watch it, and I'm like, okay, this is good. <laughs> Have you been watching Southern Hospitality? Um, I've just watched the first episode. I so I guess now I'm one behind. Maybe I, I haven't watched it yet, but I've been hearing the premiere is really things. good. Yeah. yeah, I talked to Leva, and I so I watched it a couple weeks ago, and it's like it's exciting. The it, cast is like obviously. You can have an exciting cast and a good premise for a show and then it can it can go, you know, many ways. But at least from the first episode, I was like, okay, this has real potential. Yeah, like a lot of my friends have been saying it's like kind of like at Vanderpump Rules level, like they, they see that potential. Yeah, I well, I was relieved watching the first episode because I think there had been kind of rumors going around. Like there was something on Demois about like how like none of the people actually worked for Leva and there was like a casting call and like blah, 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 blah. And I mean, obviously there was a casting process for the show because, you know, it's same with Vanderpump Rules. Not everybody that works at Sir is like the star of the show, but you can tell just from watching the first episode, like at least a good number of these people have like real history with each other right. and there's real relationships and backstories of their time working for Leva. So it's like, okay, maybe, maybe there's somebody there that was cast on the show, but for the most part, it's like, okay, this feels real enough. I mean, I'm not mad at a casting like, hello, Lala can come on. Yeah. I mean, it's real enough. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't need them to all be career employees. <laughs> Is there someone who sticks out on that cast as like a Stasi or a Lala or a, like a superstar? There's like a Sheena, <gasps> Oh. Ashina 3.0 this girl named Grace Lily and love the name she is in the first episode she in her confessional gives a tutorial on how to walk like a star no they're like she's like yeah you just have to carry yourself like a star and they're like Grace how does a star walk and literally she's like walking in the background with her <laughs> it's like tits out basically like she's just, it's like walking like tits forward oh my, okay like a star <laughs> wait I'm already in on yeah Grace you have Lily. to watch I, I mean I need to catch up I'm like being a hypocrite because I'm behind now but oh my god walking like a star is new <laughs> it's all happening <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Okay, you also had, like I said, New Jersey women at your show last night, and I know we're all super excited for their new season. So any little any little hints and teasers that they drop, I it's just like picking up the crumbs. Like, give me more. How are you feeling about what you know about New Jersey? I'm feeling good. Like, I can't wait to see this season 13 finale party play out. Like, I I do know that it was a big, like, Irish themed affair that Polly threw at that gorgeous townhouse that he lives with and uh, that he lives in with Dolores now. Um, it was like bagpipe players and like kilts and I, I, all all the Irish things. And then apparently just shit hit the fan. Yeah, I think Marge said last night that it was a great party visually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's right, like, one place to start. <laughs> yeah, I, and then it sounded like she also mentioned that Teresa and I believe the new girl Danielle like tried tried to shock everyone by the allegations they uh, allegedly brought forth about Teresa I mean Melissa and the infidelity rumors or whatever um so I think that what Marge was saying is that like she was unfazed by it Mm -hmm. I I wonder I I need to know how Melissa reacted I'm feeling like Joe Gorga is the one who was probably explosive but I wonder how Melissa reacted. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's it's also strange because obviously we know that Teresa and Melissa have had problems for a decade on TV, but the idea that this kind of most explosive moment is not until the season finale. I know. Just thinking about everything else that must be happening leading up to that, I'm like, wow, what? there's so many possibilities. Right, <laughs> like I wonder what the relationship was like with Melissa and Teresa like throughout filming the whole season. Yeah. Should have asked that. It's tough with this cast because it's a little unfortunate that it is split so down the middle like there have to be two separate teams and Jackie said that she was like yeah. I hate how it's so divided but then also it's like how would you really get around that and now we know that there's these new women coming into the show and it's already clear just from social media and like you know existing in the world kind of who's on what team and it's strange it's strange to have a show that is so divided like that that before we've even seen a teaser or a clip or anything it's like okay so the new girl that danielle is teresa's friend and then the new girl rachel is like melissa's friend it's like strange that it's so black and white i know it and it's 
it's strange that we like know so much, but also don't know so much about the new season. Like it'll be interesting to see how things play out. And I want to know where this friend of Jen Fessler falls yeah. with everyone. I mean, she was at the event last night. And right. Obviously she's team Marge and Jackie, but I wonder if there's some, some mingling with tree. I know. I, I do think coming into the show as a new person, obviously you're going to have, you're going to, get closer with some people more than others. But I feel like if I were going into that environment, I would at least make an effort to be friendly with everyone. Yeah. Oh. Right. No, totally, totally. And th- yeah. So, so Jen and Rachel were there last night and they asked Marge and Jackie some questions yeah. and it was like advice for like someone who may be joining the cast. And then I think Jackie or I think it was Jackie. Jackie was like, be friends with Marge. Like that's my advice. So yeah, that is interesting how someone would go into this situation so staunchly team one or the other. But maybe, I I don't know Jen Fessler's relationship with Marge prior to joining the show. So maybe it was like more of a natural thing rather than like a declaration of like blind Mm -hmm. allegiance. I don't know. Yeah, and I think with the kind of friend of new housewife, whatever territory, it's like you have to have a strong into the group but then also you don't want to get stuck just being one person's friend of like you see on potomac right now like jacqueline is like mia's pet basically and i feel bad for jacqueline because mia turned on her ass so quickly it it is crazy i was talking to our mutual friend gibson johns the other day about how it's like strange that Mia will be so rude to Jacqueline and so condescending and dismissive. And then five minutes later, Jacqueline is back to being her like personal publicist with the group. I know it's such a weird dynamic. I, I kind of just wish I didn't bring Jacqueline on. I feel like it's not working out for her like whatsoever. And also it's not, creating an environment for Mia to be likable. I hate the way that she treats Jacqueline. And like I, Mia's first season, like I was totally team Mia. I, do, I, I still am team Mia. I am rooting for her. She's not making the best decisions this season. I don't know. With Jacqueline and the Wendy of it all, it just really, not doing, it, like I, I love a come up story. And I love like uh-huh. how like Mia, like, went through the struggles and she came out on top and she has this like gorgeous life. Like I, I always love like a, like a, like that Cinderella story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not acting like a princess these days. She is. I don't know if her feet can fit in the glass slipper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my, I didn't know about her size 13 feet, <laughs> uh, but do you know who else has big feet? I think, I think Paris Hilton is a size 13 as well. I, so I feel like I know Paris Hilton has big feet. That yeah. seems like something I've heard. Yeah. So <laughs> she's in good company yeah she's in good company paris has nice shoes so does me yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) no but i think the the friend of thing is tricky because it's like you want to be valuable to the show to sort of secure your spot but like how like what's the right level of drama to cause and like how who do you piss off who do you get close to like i i don't know it always is kind of complicated when someone new is trying to get into the group i'm trying to think of like a successful friend of to housewife trajectory there's sutton but sutton was really i mean she really was like full-time and right. then she had to be a friend of so like she was filming as a full-time cast member and like always thought of as a full-time cast member so that one doesn't really count who else did who else has done this like, i think well, maybe eva m- marcel is a good one. Oh, that because she was a friend her first season obviously she didn't she wasn't on the show for a super long time but like she came around and then mm-hmm. i think 
you know, after that, it felt like she had kind of established her herself as a her own person in the group. Totally. And it, well, I mean, Marlo. <laughs> T- ten years. Ten years. Yeah, I don't know if that's like is that success? I mean, uh, I mean, it's success in my books. I mean, the the perseverance, the patience that woman must have. I mean, I I call it success, but I don't think most friends would stick around for that long. Yeah, there is kind of that question of knowing your worth or mm-hmm. feeling like it has to hurt your ego at some point. I know there are certain friends of who at least say that they aren't interested in being full time or that they like the kind of lack of commitment it requires to just be in a friend of role. But at a certain point, if you're not even getting invited to be full time, it must feel a little bit dismissive. Do you know what I don't understand? And I know you just talked to Marisol with Alexia. I do not understand why Marisol and Alex, uh, Marisol and Adriana mm-hmm. are still friends of On Miami, especially Adriana. I know that Marisol's kind of there to support Alexia's story, yeah. But I feel like Adriana gets involved uh, in a lot of drama, and, and she sings the theme song. <laughs> Come on, like I don't understand. Yeah. So okay. So um, if you're listening to this before Thursday, I interviewed Marisol and Alexia earlier this week, so that's going to be out on Thursday. It's a really good interview, so make sure you're subscribed. Um. But we, yeah, we talked a little because I asked Marisol because we never see her husband on the show, really. Like her private life or her personal life is very much like not a part of the story. And I was like, would you ever show more of that? Is that something you're interested in? And she kind of was like, not really. Not in like a, not in like a secretive private kind of way, but just in like a, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really wants to see that. So I feel like Marisol must just kind of be fine with going with the flow. Actually, Jackie asked me about that last night. I was talking to Jackie at your event and she was like, we were talking about Miami cause she watches a lot of housewives and she's like, does Marisol doesn't, she doesn't want to whatever. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that it maybe it's just more fun for Marisol to like show up with her cocky in hand and just like get involved when yeah. everyone is all together. I, when I asked her about that, Cause I was, I was, well, I was asking more about Steve. I was like, what's up with Steve? Like we never see him. And she was like, yeah, I, I like not having him on the show. Cause I want hookers to stay away from my man. So <laughs> she's just trying to. <laughs> yeah. I do think maybe cause once upon a time, more of the Bravo contracts, I think were like what you made for a whole season. And now almost everything you're getting paid per episode mm. that you appear in. And so the way that they do Miami they're in every episode yes. unless they're out of town or something. It's not like Adriana and Marisol aren't getting invited to half the events because they're not friends. Like right. they're not full time. So, I mean, if Peacock is paying her what she wants, she's still, she's still getting every, you know, every episode fee. So I don't know, maybe it is kind of the way to do it, but it is, it is like in terms of the hierarchy of the franchise, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody sees it as them being on the bottom of the pyramid because they're not full time. Right. Yeah, totally. Like Marisol and Adriana are definitely not a uh, Tracy. What's <laughs> Tracy's last name? Tracy Johnson. Tracy. Yeah. Oh my God. Tracy Johnson. I felt so bad for her, especially when she, her whole ass got edited out of the reunion. That's and, brutal. And she posted her little glam selfie sitting in the, like that little chair. That was really, that made me really sad. And then like, I think in some scenes of of the season 12 reunion, like you could see like her golden knee. 
Oh my god, really? Yeah, I missed that. It was really sad. I feel bad for her. The fact, yeah, I mean, yes, I feel bad, but also it says a lot if they are able to fully edit around you without it being causing any problems well and do you know i what i find so interesting about her is that she came in swinging like she wanted to get involved with the melissa and Teresa drama right in the beginning i was like okay and that's kind of what you were talking about like how how much you get involved maybe she got like too involved Mm -hmm. and then Teresa and melissa kind of in maybe didn't even mean to but they like shut her out of that situation because they're like girl what are you doing you do not belong yeah messing with us well that's actually interesting because i i talked about that with heather Last week, uh, because we were talking about all the friends on Salt Lake. And I wanted to talk about Meredith last night was saying that they need all the Angie's they can get, which is interesting because I think the kind of fan reaction that I've seen to the last few episodes of Salt Lake City as these friends of have gotten more and more central to what's happening. It's very mixed. Because I've seen some people being like, the Angies are doing what needs to be done. They're giving us so much. The Angie Katzenavis is like, so interesting. Like, who is this woman kind of getting in there and messing with Jen? But then also there's this other kind of thread of like, who are these people? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, I I kind of agree with Meredith. Like, the more Angies, the better. The, the more Dan is, the better, because like it is tough when the cast is small. And like right now, the cast yeah. is really small. But I do feel like we could have ha- like had a better setup with these women. Like I wanted to know more about them before they like all of a sudden just like got involved. Like I feel like it mm-hmm. was just like, boom, the friends of are here and they are playing like real housewives, like real, real housewives. Yeah, it always is tough when people come in sort of halfway through the season. And I know we had seen Angie... Okay, like she hosted that party at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So it's not like and Angie Harrington was on last year. So it's not like complete, you know, strangers that we've never seen before, but they were not on the show for the first whatever seven episodes this season. And so it is a little bit like, okay, it, they just like called in the the reserves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, but actually. Yeah. I it's yeah, it's always tricky when they I'm trying to think they did that like that season of Atlanta when Fallon just kind of appeared halfway through the yeah. season. And it's like, wait, we already have, we already have like Marlo, LaToya, <laughs> Shamia. Uh, oh, <laughs> like, actually Atlanta. Oh my God. The amount of friends I've actually. Well, that was, is. um, that was Drew's first season too. So mm. it's like, we have lots of people. Why are we now going to a pool party at this strange new woman's house? I know. I know. That was a, that was a weird party. And then there was like no food and hardly any drinks. And then was, <laughs> is that was, that's when Kenya came as the Native American. Um. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They well, because they had, rough times. They had gone to the pool, and that was when Simon was like weirdly like eyeing, eyeing like they felt like Simon was like watching them at the pool, which is so funny because I yeah, <laughs> probably yeah, was. Yeah, it probably was, and then also apparently had his eye on Portia maybe exactly. at that time. I mean, exactly. I don't know. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card. Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So back to Salt Lake, do you feel like the Angies and the Dana have potential or do you feel like they're just kind of like seat fillers until we find hopefully better people i think that they are thought of and maybe were thought of as seat fillers but i think that i think they do have potential honestly like i really do i think that angie k is like really bringing that full-time energy yeah i think that angie h as Meredith said last night, she has put in the work. Like she, <laughs> she is ready to hold that snowflake. Um, and when I asked her, like, who do you think is would be the first to get a snowflake? She said Angie H. So I like her. I also just like her because she looks like Sarah Paulson. She she looks she like does. the yesified version of Sarah Paulson. Like if Sarah Paulson <laughs> was like into Instagram and like into makeup and you know what I mean. It was just like. If Sarah Paulson was paying for those AI portraits that everyone's it posting, would be it would Angie be Angie H. H. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do like Dana too. I think I can't wait to see that confrontation between her and Jen where yeah. that we see in the trailer. So I think we know Angie Harrington is kind of the she's the most like known commodity at this point. Like we kind of know we know who she is. We've seen her in a couple of situations, for better or for worse. Angie K is kind of new and exciting and it seems very intriguing. And then Dana, I feel like I still don't really know anything about, yeah. but I'm, I'm intrigued. intrigued to know more. And I, she does, she seems like maybe the most normal person out of the three. Yes. Like a voice of reason, kind of like, um, maybe like, I always think of when I think of like a voice of reason among the houses, I always think of like Melissa Gorga. Like she's just kind of like saying what you're thinking. Like mm -hmm. the audience is like, yes, like you are level headed. You are not insane. <laughs> so I think maybe she could be like a, like a Melissa type situation, like okay. voice of reason, but can probably get into it when she needs to get into it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, obviously we don't technically know what's happening with Jen moving forward, but like, she's probably not going to be on next season. Yeah seems like the writing's on the wall but like that leaves four people and so that's the thing like when meredith says i hope there's a few snowflakes up for grabs it's like 
Yeah, because there need to be. You can't, because even just adding one more person, a cast of five isn't that sustainable. I mean, they've done okay this season, but like. Yeah, I love it when there's like seven full timers and three friends of. Yeah. Like, I love a big cast. There's just, it's just better that way. Yeah, I think obviously you need the right people. You don't want just you know, a eight, bunch of fillers. Eight people that are yeah. random, but thinking about, like, I just watched the first few episodes of Miami this season. <gasps> Did you love and it? it? It's really good, but I, the fact that there are nine people fully contributing and getting involved and carrying scenes. And you have so many different configurations of these two people are going to the nail salon. These three people are getting lunch and it's not always the same. Like, okay, we have these two and these two yeah. and nobody else is friends. So, cause with salt Lake, it's like, okay, you only have these five people and these two don't get along. These two don't get along. There's not that many combinations you can actually put together right and like a stark reminder of that was i mentioned it last night when the when i guess jen had left and then the four of the other girls like <laughs> had to have dinner at that like weird like it, it looked like a college bar or something and it what, and when they in scottsdale it was like very, yeah. there were like like sparklers and tequila shots and it was just like a weird place for them all to have dinner but like it was like weirdly like not dramatic and i'm like but wait like we literally have two crazy feuds happening like melissa and meredith i mean not melissa and meredith Lisa, Lisa and yeah. Meredith and then Heather and Whitney, but like, we're all doing okay. And then did it blow up at the end? I well, forget. A little, but it's almost like they were all just kind of tired at that point. Yes. Cause it's like, we've been in Arizona for two whole days fighting. Right. <laughs> and so, okay, we have to eat dinner and there's only four <laughs> of us here, but like, I don't, I don't have the energy to fight with you again right. when I just was fighting with you all day at the house. Like yeah. sometimes I think the bigger casts can also just allow a little more breathing room mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, at this dinner, Ashley and Candace are going to be the ones getting into it. And Wendy can chill out a little bit, you know, yeah. it, it kind of, I think it lets everybody kind of be on their a game when you don't have to constantly be carrying every scene that you're in. Oh my God. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what Meredith was saying. It's like, it's a lot of pressure if it's only yeah. four girls. <laughs> and I think like Beverly Hills was kind of like that this season too, where they had enough people yeah. that they could actually kind of shift the focus from scene to scene. And I mean, obviously there were some times where it got a little <laughs> exhausting, yeah. but you know, at least there were, there was like room to play around. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about Jen potentially maybe going to this reunion? Cause Meredith said that she wants her there which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think she should be there. Like, I know what she did and what she admitted to was sucky, but like, Jen is gonna be a topic of conversation at the reunion, no matter what. Yeah. So just like give her the space to talk about it. I, I wanna hear from Jen why mm -hmm. she's proclaimed her innocence all season and then randomly just was like oh, actually i'm guilty so like i want to hear from her like i need yeah. to hear from her i don't disagree and i think obviously there are it's a tough situation from a moral standpoint in terms of giving this person a platform whatever but she's on the, she's been on the show this whole season this whole three seasons and you know we're watching it and talking about it every week right now so it would i think it would do a disservice to the show if she's not there because think about Mary not showing up last season and all the stuff where it was like, Oh, well this conversation could have been really great, but Mary's not here. So we'll just uh, like 
flip right. through the flip through the cards to the next thing and i think especially now that we have a smaller cast and a, a reunion with four people and then i got i mean they might as well have the angies and dana there the whole they, time i assume they'll be there for at least part of it they have to uh, at least half of it i mean if they only have four <laughs> girls without jen shaw like i imagine how sad it would look if they were just like four little chairs Four little chairs. You know? Four little Tracy chairs. I mean, that's their that was their BravoCon panel. And they, were you there? Um, I was not in the room. No. I wasn't either. And I really regret that. I know. Because I don't I, I, I try to put it together like with clips on social media, but like I, I would have loved to have seen that. That was it play my out. that's truly my one BravoCon regret from this year is that I was like tired and didn't go to that panel. <laughs> I don't know what it was about BravoCon. It was so much fun and I had the best time, but it sucked the energy out of me. I didn't recover for like three weeks. Oh no, I, I was, it was not okay. <laughs> it was so rough, but amazing. <laughs> right. But like, yeah, so it's like their panel was four people, but, and it was compelling, but that was one hour live on stage mm -hmm. and we need nine hours to right, edit you, into there three needs parts. to be like a whole day. And I just don't think there's enough. There's not enough just like energy with that, with those four people mm -hmm. to really have a productive. Yeah. Like well-rounded reunion. Yeah, totally. Maybe she'll just crash it. <laughs> Bravo con style. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. I Andy has said that he wants to talk to her before she goes away. I wonder if she'll negotiate a sort of like like one on one watch what happens live sit down situation. But why would she do that? Well, for the money. But I feel like to make that work, they should just invite her to the reunion. I don't know. I would rather see her at the reunion because then they can talk about all of all of her different issues within the group and not just because yes. I don't really need to see her talk for an hour about her legal case. And I don't think she would because I can't imagine her lawyers are like, yeah, Jen, go, go have like an unfiltered discussion about what you did wrong with Andy Cohen. I wonder, well, I do wonder how that works. Like after you've pled guilty at that point, is it just kind of like you have nothing to lose? So like, whatever, like, I don't think so because there's the sentencing is, Oh, is not until January. It's not until January. And there's oh. like a whole range of what she could get what? sentenced to. And so unless she's going to go on TV and be like super remorseful mm. and so I, then maybe it's in her best interest then I didn't, I didn't think about that part yeah. to like just stay quiet. To like potentially get a shorter amount of time. I don't know. I, I was like looking at the potential yeah. sentencing situations and everything seems kind of long. Like, I don't think it's a Teresa situation where it's like we can like literally take an 11th month break and right. then come back with her. Like, I don't think it's going to be like that. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, and not even to get into what should or shouldn't happen in terms of her sentence. It's just like, I don't think it's going to. Yeah. Unless Salt Lake is on for a really long time, I don't think, I don't think Jen's going to be available for future seasons. I loved hearing what Heather said on this podcast about Jen Shaw potentially like leaving yeah. the show. Like, and I think she's so right. Like, she does bring a very specific energy. She knows how to like. There's that like push and pull. Like, of I don't know. It's just like there's like this like gravitational force within Jen Shaw, and I've seen it in person. Like, I I went to this event one of Meredith's events in Salt Lake City earlier this year and Jen Shaw was there and mm -hmm. there's just like something so charismatic about her and how do you just like kind of like want to be around her. Yeah. Well, I think with talking about how small that cast is, 
if you lost any of those five, it would feel mm. like a big loss within oh, the group. Oh, totally, 100%. And so just from that level, you know, it's a, you know, big thing. But also Jen just has this weird, like, magnetic quality where it's you like kind of can't look away. Yeah. yeah, that she has. I, I mean, I don't Not mean, always in a good way, but... Yeah, right, like, but <laughs> she's shining, you're paying attention. Um, she has star power, but she also did defraud elderly people, so I'm not... <laughs> Not condoning that. <laughs> exactly. I I don't know. I'm excited. I'm I'm in, interested to see what their reunion is like, though. Whether or not Jen is there, I'm interested to see what they wear because they have a lot oh. to make up for <laughs> after the last reunion. People were so honestly looking back on it, though. I loved Jen's um, Emperor's New Groove look, the feathers. Yeah, like I wasn't mad at it, and I honestly I loved the gloves. Too bad they were noisy because I thought they. I honestly thought they were fabulous, and looking back on Meredith's like teal feather moment, like I, it's kind of a serve. I'm trying to remember the other ones. I'm sure Meredith has a few metallic blazer inspired looks that she's deciding between. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah, metallic blazer, very on brand for her. I thought she looked so good last night at the event. She did. Little... I mean, her style is. I can't think of anyone else that dresses like her, but it works for her. It's yeah, it's like very specific to her. <laughs> and then someone in the audience said that she looked like Isabella from Lizzie McGuire last night, which I was kind of like, okay, that's that's kind of true. I, I love that. that. Yeah, I want to look like Isabella from Lizzie McGuire. Oh my movie. style icon, <laughs> like one hundred percent. And she could actually sing. She was the real deal. <gasps> she was. Speaking of singing, the people who sang last night in the <laughs> in the audience, I was. I honestly, I was just so upset. That Meredith was maligned in the whole choir audition situation. I needed her to like have a moment to like really be involved and, and <laughs> judge some talent. I like that you told me that you you were gonna play the Lisa Barlow clip of Away in a Manger, and then you were like, Meredith might be triggered by that. Yeah, look, I wanted the vibe to be right. I didn't know if we played the Lisa Barlow clip if it would like impact her mentally. We've all seen that <laughs> clip so many times. I'm sure she's seen it probably one too many times. So. I do love how she has fun with the fucked half of new york thing <gasps> she does like she's really she's really turned that around and made it into a fun a fun little joke and i i respect that a lot i live her and like every time she's in new york she'll post on her story like love half of you like with like a picture <laughs> of the skyline which is so funny i love that she can be in on the joke but she she was not messing around with that one girl who wanted her to oh. do bang mary kill um with like i think she said some like new york guys like, it was a, a rod harry dubin and and the, tj holmes the good morning america yeah. guy who's now like apparently had several affairs uh, yes yeah <laughs> meredith was not messing with that i mean at all look i would i did want to know because meredith clearly knew who harry dubin was <gasps> i know and i'm like have you met him is there a story like that's that's what i wanted to know but Next I time. mean, maybe that's how she ended up linking up with Ramona Singer in Miami. Maybe Heather oh Harry God, Dubin yeah. was the connection. I don't <laughs> She's know. like, well, Ramona and I were invited <laughs> to the same party. <laughs> I just honestly, I've I've had one on one moments with both Meredith and Ramona, and I I just I don't think of them together. I I would have loved to seen them interact no. because they are two very different energies. Yes, and like thinking of their energies also. In the Art Basel Miami, <laughs> like it crowd environment, you know Ramona is thinking of herself as the belle of the ball in every room she's in. One hundred percent, she's the life of the party. She's the main character. Yes, and I feel like Meredith would just be kind of horrified. 
<laughs> yeah, like observing in horror. But I mean, it sounded like she had a good time with her. They were on, I think they were on a yacht, some tech party. They're going into the tech space. I don't know. I oh, love yeah, it. Well, what was, she was like, it's a company. You know how they sell your data? Now you can, now they're, you're making the money when they sell it. I'm like, this sounds fake, but okay. Sounds fake, but also great. Like, please, I'll, I'll sell my data, my inf- personal information. Let's go. Sounds like Elon Musk is like trying to get me to sign up for something. That yeah. I need to read the fine print. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's actually sounds kind of scary. Probably. Well, you know, I mean, if Ramona Singer is co-signing it, but if Meredith is co-signing, that, she, see, that's she's the thing. a lawyer. She yes. read the fine print. If Meredith is co-signing it, then I say yes. Okay. Exactly. I'm like Ramona question mark. Meredith. Yes. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Evan, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming. Oh my God. Yeah. This was such a moment. I feel like, I feel like Heather Gay. I feel like a star. Like this is, <laughs> I can't believe I'm here. I watch all these videos, all these clips. Like this is it's iconic. Well, thank you. Always appreciate the support. Tell everyone where they can follow you and find you and watch you and everything. So you can follow me on Instagram at Evan real. And then just, you know, check out uh, mine and Danny's podcast, virtual reality at drops every thursday and is available to wherever you listen to podcasts and then yeah page6.com all my interviews are up there so yes check check me out (laughs) amazing thank you so much and thank you everyone for listening don't forget to rate review and follow the show wherever you listen you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and until next time be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by dylan hafer sean kilby jorge morales pico and rebecca south mccat Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.